0: Begin transmission.
1: You are listening to Corellian Run Radio, your route through hyperspace to the latest news on Star Wars The Old Republic.
0: Hi, and welcome to Corellian Run Radio. This is episode number 48. And we are recording Sunday, February the nineteenth, twenty twelve, and tonight we have our regular co-host, Deirdre. Hello, Deirdre.
1: Hello, Carla. How are you?
0: I am very well. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Had a great week. Excellent.
1: Yeah, a lot of good things happened this week. Uh, I got to uh, personally interview Jennifer Hale. (gasps) So. Oh, I'm so jealous. I know, I know you would be, and Roxanne was especially jealous. Oh,
0: and I'm really sad that Roxanne wasn't there
1: to interview. I know, me too. I know.
0: <laughs> that would have been awesome.
1: She was there in spirit. I, uh, I uh, Facebooked her a little bit and private messaged her, so she knew what was going on. But oh, yeah, I bet. yeah. So that was a that was an exciting thing for me. Because, uh, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of hers as well as, you know, keeping it professional was a little bit difficult because I kind of wanted to pull fangirl on her.
0: Oh, yeah, but I, knew I bet. That would be
1: weird. Yeah, that would be a little weird. So,
0: I bet. Well, we also have with us tonight Jedi Master Taryn Hawkins from SWTR Unlimited. Hello, Taryn.
2: Hello, ladies of Corillian Run. How are you doing? I'm doing great.
0: Great.
1: Yeah. You only have the coolest name ever. Did you know that? Oh really? Yeah, Taryn Hawkins. That's like such a cool name.
2: Well, do you know how I got it? Your mom and dad? No, not at all.
1: Oh really? <laughs>
2: not <laughs> at all. No, no, it's completely made up. Uh I actually got it from a series of books. There's a, a Star Wars uh writer, Michael Stackpole. Uh-huh. He's written a whole ton of uh Star Wars books. Well he wrote a fantasy series years ago. And the main character on there, his name was Tarrant Hawkins. Mm. Well, I didn't like the Tarrant part, so I just got rid of the ant and just left Tarrant. <laughs> and and I've been using it ever since. I, I've been using it since like 2003. So
1: It's really rad because it's a combination of sci-fi and kind of like modern. I mean, it's like, you know, sci-fi and then Hawkins is like... It's, it's like, like yeah.
2: Firefly kind oh. of cool. Oh, yep, like the captain.
0: Yeah, it's there you like go. Hawkins. There
2: captain. you go. Oh, what's cool though is like you know all my characters. So like smugglers will have the last name of Hawkins on my server. So oh, I, I got, you I got did get crosswise.
0: it as your last oh, yeah. name. All oh, right. Yeah. Woohoo!
2: So yeah, my character has is full out Taryn Hawkins in the game. He's a uh, lo- I just hit level forty nine about fifteen minutes before coming on the show here, um, on my main character. But I've got like nine alts. So. <laughs> A little bit nine of an on like for alts anybody alts who doesn't alts. listen to our show. So <laughs> exactly, wow,
0: exactly. nine alts. I'm impressed. I bow down to you, oh, alt god. <laughs> yeah.
2: course, <laughs> that's why I don't have a level 50 yet. But I, I will uh, before this weekend's over. I started
1: you know, to say you're 50 close. Is so overrated. <laughs> Oops, sorry, Carla. You go.
2: No, I'm just
0: saying that that 49 is so so doggone close. I and know. I'm
1: saying that being 50 is so overrated. Am I wrong?
0: Uh, only, <laughs> only if you want
2: to do dailies over. And... <laughs>
1: the silence is telling. The silence is
2: telling. Well, you know, that's one of the things I always hated with, like, World of Warcraft is, like, when see, they say the end game was the main game. But in a way, if you don't raid, it's not. Because it's just doing the same things over and over and over. And even if you do raid, what are you doing? The same things over and over and over and over.
1: War zones over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Just
0: get stuff. But you you know, know? I don't mind doing all of that. Because I'm one of those that you hear say, um, life begins at endgame. Okay? So, I mean, seriously, you're whole, I mean, everybody thinks it's the journey. Well, there's more to it because it's like you have a whole new life. And once you hit level 50, because, you know, you do say that you have to do these, these operations over and over and over again, but they're constantly changing things. They're constantly adding new ones, you know, so we've already had one added to us already, you know, so I, I can see that. Yeah, you are doing some of it over and over again, but you have goals in mind of what you want to achieve. So, that's kind of cool. Plus, you've got mix in with the war zones and the open world PvP and on Ilum, you know, which you know, it'll get there. <laughs> I keep having faith, you know, that it'll get there. So the <laughs> yeah, other thing and is at least kind with of the
2: war zones that you know, every match is different. So. Yeah. So I, I I have a blast with PvP, so.
0: Well, you oh, get matched. PvT. Yeah, you get matched with different people, so that's, mm-hmm. you know, it's never the same. I mean, it's, it can be the same, kind of, but uh, there are different challenges, so.
1: Yeah.
2: I, exactly.
0: But. There you go. Anyway. Okay, well, it's time for our host challenge.
2: That you
1: know it to be true shit. That's
0: impossible! Okay, I am going to read three bits of information or three leads about the game. Two of them will be made up or not yet confirmed. Only one will be a fact confirmed by BioWare. Your job is to pick out which one is true. Now I want you to think of the latest patch, you two. You ready?
1: Ready when you are.
0: Okie dokie. Lead number one. Companions still indicate they wish to speak with you when you're not yet eligible for their conversation. Lead number two, a confirmation dialogue is now displayed when choosing a legacy name. Lead number three, bonus series missions on Tatooine, both Republic and Imperial, cannot be abandoned. So, after hearing all three leads, which one do you think is the confirmed fact and i'm going to go with you taryn
2: uh after listening to the three i'm going to go with lead number two as being the confirmed fact
0: okay and what about you deirdre
1: i have to agree because lead number three is definitely like not a fact at all so yeah lead two for me
2: i do have a bonus series on uh, tython that i can't abandon
0: <laughs> well, I know that they, they're, they're working on those. They're working on those, but you both got the um, lead correct. Actually, the companions no longer indicate they wish to speak with you when you're not eligible for their next conversation. And the bonus series missions on Tatooine can now be abandoned. Which is so awesome. Which is awesome because I hate yes. having something I can't get rid of when I don't want to do
2: it. Yeah, Absolutely. Like I was saying, that Tython one's been sitting in my Sage's uh, box for forever and I can't get rid of it. Put in a ticket and they just said, thanks. I know. Close the ticket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thanks, for, uh, thanks for complaining. See you later. That's
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. well, let's get to the latest news in tour.
2: From the newsnet and beyond.
1: So, are you guys ready for some awesome news?
0: I am absolutely.
1: Yeah, you sure? Okay, because it's about the guild summit.
0: Woo-hoo! Woohoo! Woohoo!
1: We've all been waiting for this, especially Carla. Um, <laughs> the guild summit update um, emails went out over the week. You know, confirmation emails, and uh, and people received them and. You know, I'm sure the people who had to wait the 48 hours or 24 hours or whatever it was um, got back to Bioware and basically said, yes, we want to be there or no, we don't. Um, but also Bioware mentioned that they're happy to uh, be providing live stream of select events during the Guild Summit. So um, which is really awesome because a lot of people aren't going to be able to show, you know, and or they didn't get chosen. And so it's pretty cool. What do you guys think?
0: Well, I think it's terrific that they're going to live stream it because uh-huh. one of the things that we heard when they were doing the site summit on the last one was that, it, you know, they had to just bring so few people. And they wanted more, you know, the other people that couldn't go were felt like, kind of like they were left out in the dark. In this case, with them live streaming it, no one's left out. That's true. You know, you know. Yes, not everyone can be can be there because of cost factors, but you can at least watch it now. Absolutely,
1: and also you get to feel like you're part of it anyway because you know a few days I'm sure after the show ends they did say that they're going to um, put the video up. Right. So videos of the different panels. So you know, I mean, it's it's nice. You know, people will actually get to feel at least they were. You know, they're able to pay attention to it and whatnot. And uh, and I do know that. Um, some fan sites will uh, be in attendance. Right. And also, you can go to those fan sites and see some more guildy activity there as well.
0: Right. I'm really kind of excited about the Guild Summit because it shows to me that BioWare is taking their, you know, guilds very seriously because I have felt that we didn't get the love. That we really needed in a lot of the you know several of the things that that were going on I mean as far as you know guild banks or or guild uh, some of the information that we could put on the rosters and I mean just certain little little things that are kind of quirky that uh, needed some some living and I'm <laughs> really glad that. Bioware cares, and they want to to see what the guilds want. I mean, I don't know about anybody else, but anybody that's going, I guarantee you, they're going to be going armed with a list of things that their guild wants to see presented, you know, whether that be negative or positive, and say, hey, we need this, we need some help, so that... You know, it's not just going to be one person being represented there. It's going to be a whole guild being represented there. And that could be, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. Mm hmm. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And What I like, too, about it is, is, you know, they're they're reaching out to more of the general community, not not just us fan sites they, that they get to keep hearing the same thing from over and over, but more of a general population. And the, what I like, too, is that they were reaching out to all different sizes of guilds, from really large guilds to small guilds, too, because each type of guild is going to have all kinds of different makeups and, and things that they're doing in the game. So I'm glad that they're reaching out to the different types of the community.
0: I agree. Yep. Okay, well, and that leads us to the Dev Tracker blog for the dates of February the 6th through the 12th. And what this is is this is one of those new blogs that they introduced that um showed what has been dev blogged for those that don't watch it maybe quite as closely as some of the fan sites do and um they like for example one of them was um javeth gonzalez he assured uh, players about the Illum valor issues and the new ability cooldown ui and then we see where um allison berryman was talking about the visibility of the final patch notes and I mean, it just goes on and on. I'm not going to sit here and read read mm-hmm. all of them, but right. did any of these really stick out to any of you? Um,
1: nothing really like stuck out to me. I, I think it's just because I'm I'm inundated with this information all day long, all week long. But just the idea of having this as kind of a weekly thing and and compiling everything together and kind of giving people an overdu- overview of like it screams to me that they're actually paying attention to stuff and you know and, and i actually think it's a nice gesture and i hope they continue with this the, the dev tracker summary thing cuz that's actually pretty cool you know that's just kind of me right now
2: what stood out to me is i finally got to learn the title of joveth Gonzalez. oh you didn't know that. <laughs> oh, you didn't know that he was <laughs> you, the assistant normally, normally when i would uh, write it up i click on the links um i i I'd do a dev tracker write up uh, post on our website uh, once a week and, and when you click on their name usually they put a description under their job title mm-hmm. if you do that on him he doesn't have one oh, wow. so i never knew exactly what his position was but on this uh, post they put on there that he's the associate online community manager so yay now i know what he does Yay!
0: <laughs> <Good> <laughs> yeah i kind of i kind of see him as batman you know yeah well he just kind or of not like really batman but maybe robin to steven reed being batman
2: yeah, he was yeah. kind of like, he was nowhere to be seen. And then all of a sudden, about what, three weeks ago, maybe three, four weeks ago, all of a sudden, he's like all over the place now. And Stephen Reed's kind of like taking a background uh, a little bit. He's not as as uh, much in the forefront as he was. That's true.
0: Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, he just carries the big stick.
2: I guess there
1: so. <laughs> <go>. <laughs> he stands on the top of the mountain. He's the king of the hill. That's right. Yes. Of the community hill.
0: <laughs> that's right
1: great well um on to that you know speaking of that we have some weekly patch notes so um that's uh basically the the two four what was it the 14th and the 17th so there's some updates and stuff uh the 14th was a scheduled maintenance and some of the stuff that they fixed you know i'm not entirely sure of but um I know that the patch notes updates for the 17th were, um, what we discussed in our, um, host challenge was about companions no longer indicating that they wish to speak with you when they're not eligible for their next conversation. So that's a little bit of a fix there. Um, confirmation dialogues now, you know, displayed. And when choosing your legacy name, which is good because nobody wants to have like a misspell, you know, mm-hmm. and then be stuck with that legacy name, you know. So it's probably pretty important that, you know, you get the little confirmation.
0: So. Yeah, I think they're
2: having a lot of tickets for that.
0: They are because it's permanent. I mean, one person that I know of um, personally, he actually retyped his name by accident. I mean, he wasn't thinking that – he thought he had to put the whole thing in. So when he clicked – so I'm just going to say it's like Robert Robert, you know. So needless to say, he wants that changed, you know. So he deleted all of his characters. Oh, and no. and no. I mean he had some high level ones and he deleted them all and restarted a new character and guess what it's still Robert Robert <laughs> How <laughs> oh, is wow. that even so, possible because it's 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 server side Oh, so oh, wow. uh, so there there's some definite issues, so i can I can certainly appreciate, and I know he can appreciate the fact that there is a confirmation for your legacy name now, and it's just a little late for him i I hope he gets his fixed, but uh yeah, there were a lot of uh, patches this in uh, or a lot of little things that were fixed in the one point one point three patch right. that was on the fourteenth one of the things that I uh, was glad to see them fix. is that some of the taxis failed. Uh, you know, when you were you had your companion out and you popped on the po- taxi and then you got to your destination, your companion wouldn't resummon. It just right. like, you know, just disappeared. Right. They've got several little uh, ones like that going on because I know that there's a an area on uh, Belsavis, because I'm there doing my dailies over and over again. Anyway, uh, you can pop on your speeder, and when you pop off, your companion doesn't resummon. So I Here's hope the that thing they about that. that, though.
1: I-, I don't understand why your companion just can't like get on the bike with you or get in the taxi with you. That would just be so awesome. Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? yeah i've always wondered where okay where are you gonna go mako oh we'll see mm-hmm. you later have fun at the cantina while i do the dirty work right. you know I just, i've just never understood that I'm like hop on girlfriend
2: one That's of the right. things that that they <laughs> that they did on here actually broke something else um i miss my little portable hollow dancer any oh. of you he uses it if you what they did is they did a a fixed to the portable holodancer dancer can no longer be targeted by abilities and effects. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's not a hologram anymore and doesn't dance. Now oh. it just she just comes out, she's a twilight and she just kind of sits there stands there and stares at you and if you run <laughs> around she'll follow you around for like huh. 30 seconds and uh-huh. then disappear.
1: <laughs> so it's almost like having a mini pet. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like having a pet for 30 uh-huh. seconds or a companion for 30 seconds, yeah.
0: Yeah, I don't like that but doesn't it drive you crazy that you have to take up a slot in your pack
2: yes, to carry understand. that thing around? Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah well, um hopefully well, you know, there might be a fix for that in the distant future. I think right okay. now what they're working on um stuff that is like really important is like, you know, using mouse buttons that cause crashes, you know? I mean, yes. that's Exactly. That's important stuff, you know, cuz exactly. I, I don't know about the rest of you, but I had the the, big uh, one, the Naga.
2: The big so. one for me being as I as I mentioned earlier, I PVP a lot. Uh-huh. And um, I was always getting hit with the bug of not getting the credit for winning the war zone. Yes, and they, they fixed that in here. Thank goodness.
0: I yeah. was getting that as well, and so I can certainly sympathize. And
2: and my Absolutely. server's real bad. I, I'm usually like, I'll I'll have to play four or five matches before winning one. So for me to to that was huge because you know after playing five matches and winning one, then I go to turn it in. Oh, I can't. <laughs> I got to play another five matches. You know. Yeah, so that was huge.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, you can see all of these patch notes over um, at uh, the main Star Wars site. Um, these patch notes are from 1.1.3, 1. um, and we're about the we're out of the 1.1.1s. Aren't you guys happy about that? Yay! Yeah, I know. I mean, it well, was we ha- confusing.
2: Yeah. I
0: can't to- wait too. for 1.2. Uh... <laughs> I cannot. Wait, there are so many exciting things that are going to take place in that patch. Next month.
1: Well, I actually can't wait for the big expansion pack. That's what I want. Forget all these patches. (laughs) I want the X pack. Give it to me. So hurry up. Oh my gosh, you're
0: really already talking about an expansion pack?
1: I am.
2: Wow. I can talk about an
1: expansion pack if I want. I I want to play
2: with a (laughs) Wookiee. I want to make a Wookiee character. There you go. Wookiee Jedi. Go. Is that too much to ask? Jedi. <laughs> it's not
1: too much to ask. I think it's totally possible. Or Wookiee Smuggler. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on.
2: With a, hu- feel- with a human sidekick.
1: There you go. Come on. <laughs> oh. Nah. <laughs> so um, nah. we will link to all of these in our show notes. So all of you wonderful people can have
0: access to the patch notes. All righty. And that leads us to our next topic, which is the Asian pacific launch yes you guys in australia new zealand hong kong and singapore march the first is d-day
2: you are going to join the
0: ranks of those who can play star wars the old republic i can't wait for you guys to be able to do that it's Uh, about time time. it is about time
2: yeah. And you know, they did announce this back in, in December, but I don't remember them mentioning Hong Kong and Singapore back then. It was only uh, New Zealand and, and uh, Australia. That's so right. it's nice to see even more territories added to the list.
0: Yeah, I know. Absolutely. I, yeah, absolutely. I didn't know about Hong Kong and Singapore either. Um, I was just really excited to see some of our Australian and New Zealand friends and guildmates, you know, to see the mm-hmm. news come to them.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the really great thing, too, is that, you know, even if they uh, have characters that they've made on the EU or the U.S. servers, they can transfer them over. They're going to do that for a limited uh, amount of time.
1: That is wonderful. That's wonderful. Because people, you know, they want to do that. I mean, they want to be able to, like, go play with their friends in Australia and stuff, you know. So be able to hop on another server. It's great. I know. I I I, I I might just do it. Just (laughs) go play with some Australians.
2: Right. Right.
0: I love the way they talk.
2: Yeah, they're awesome.
1: <laughs>
0: that awesome <laughs> accent.
1: <laughs> and the funny thing is they're probably saying the same thing about you, Carla. Oh, I love, love the way she talks, her awesome accent. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, that pulls us into some really big news this week. Drew Carpishin is uh, leaving Bioware. He's uh, He's leaving on great terms. But he is uh, moving on to bigger adventures and uh, bigger projects for himself. You know, he's, he's got a, a book, a couple of novels out that he's going to be working on and a screenplay. And, and so while we are sad to see Drew go, and I'm sure our uh, friends at BioWare are sad to see him go, um, he's just making a move. And, you know, more power to him. You know, I mean, this is a good move for him. You know, I mean, it's, it's nice to be able to be like, you know, after twelve, spending 12 years of your life, just surrounded by something to, to take that leap of faith and just kind of move out and decide, you know, I'm going to break it on my own and see what happens, you know, so go
0: Drew. It's, you know, a part of me just applauds him and just is so happy for him. But I can't, you know, also a, a part of me is, it's kind of sad because some of our wonderful stories that we're getting in mass effect and uh, here in star wars came from his mind
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. well well mass effect one definitely you know he had a big part of um with mac walters and also a portion of Mass Effect 2 but he you know little known fact and he he says it in his blog is that he did leave kind of halfway through Mass Effect 2 to come and work on Star Wars The Old Republic. Right. So, you know, but I mean everything that Star Wars The Old Republic is not obviously not everything because it is a, a Lucas original Lucas like the the worlds and stuff like that, but a lot of it is is drew and his influence, you know, and, and BioWare has come, you know, have come up with these worlds that we get to play in and we get to see and we get to participate in. And, and, you know, I think people don't really think about that. You know, when you're playing your character, you, you're, you're, you're kind of in your own RP element, but that RP element was created for you, you know, by Drew and some of his team. So.
0: I know BioWare is going to feel the loss. And Absolutely. I I, I know he's even going to feel the loss. I mean, I know he's excited about a, the next chapter of his life, but when you spend 12 years creating a whole, you know, world, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're going to miss it. You know, good thing is that he's leaving it in such great terms that he can continue to write maybe some wonderful stories. So.
1: Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. At so, the yeah. very least,
2: maybe we'll get some novels, some more novels out of him in the future. Oh, we
1: will. Well, they probably—I don't know if they're going to be Star Wars-related because Wars he did say that he is working on some of that a fantasy. But a fantasy—he's working on *Children of Fire*, so which is his first original novel. You know, an original fantasy world. So that's really cool. But he—you know—he did mention that he's also going to be working on some Star Wars-related stuff too, as well. So we'll probably see—you know—his name out there again. I'll be—I'll be looking the shel- Let the shelves get in my uh, my next Drew Carpishan fix.
0: Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the community Q and A from Friday, February the seventeenth. Um, they took questions from the weekly thread. Anybody can go there and ask specific questions, and maybe your question would have gotten chosen to be part of this community Q and A. And there are some really good questions this week i was very pleased um one of the questions darth belcar said can we look forward to some server-wide special seasonal or short-term events and i loved it when i heard daniel erickson say yes because (laughs) i'm one of those that i love events i love rp things and i love holidays you know even if they're not like our our standard you know world holidays like christmas or new year's mm-hmm. or whatever makes some holidays in game you know it just yeah. makes the
2: game world so much more alive I, I remember back in star wars galaxies they used to have wookie life day um you know why can't they, they can do something like that in here even so it's, al- it's already something that's established in the star wars universe
0: yeah there you go I I agree, and I, I loved some of the events, even in, when they turn them around and change them. I mean, it may be, let's say, Halloween, but they call it uh, something else, and you do something completely different, but it's around the same time, you know, to make it fun. Right. You know, uh-huh. make it more real, so, yes. um, also let's see, Darth Infamous, uh, ask a question that, do you plan to implement a roll or slash random command for use in the master loot situations? And Damien Schubert said, dice slingers of the world rejoice.
1: Wow. Slice
0: <laughs> roll has already been implemented on our internal development servers and should be coming to you guys real soon now, like in, an, in mm-hmm. an upcoming weekly patch. And, you know, that may seem something like something trivial, but coming from a guild perspective and running operations, you need a roll. You need to be able to roll.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I
0: you know, agree. I, and right. so, I mean, it's like one of those things. Why isn't it already there? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. It one should of the have things been. I
2: keep finding myself doing all the time, too, is I'll click on somebody's uh, name uh-huh. to try and get additional information. I was so used to doing that a lot of times in World of Warcraft back in the day, yeah. you know, was, you'd find out, oh, there are a level, you know, it was, Seventy warrior or whatever, um, and you, you just can't do that on here to get information. A, a lot of times, just real quickly, you know. Right. So, um, that's you can, something I wish... but
0: it's not as easy. I, I think things are being made a little more difficult than they need to be. I yeah. mean, because now you can just like hover your mouse over someone
1: if they're not moving. But if they're moving at like the speed of light, I mean, you gotta kind of track and follow and hope that your mouse stays on them so you can get their their intel. You right. know, or click on them long enough that you know you're, you're right. like, "Hey, guy, how are you? Um, let me see your gear." So,
0: yeah, I mean, but you do have to be really close to them, and they have to be still if you want to inspect them and mm-hmm. see what they're wearing. Um, but yeah, it's it's not does it, it just feels a little awkward. So yeah. Anyway,
1: well, I was uh, I was definitely happy um, because somebody asked the question I've been kind of asking for a little while, and that is, uh, any plans to introduce mobile apps? I think it was asked by Genova D um and mobile apps in the game you know for like use on smartphones cuz i'm an iphone person and and of course tablets or ipads right. and Damien said that um basically this is a, has been a dream of him of his for a while to see crew skills so you can like you know you're sitting at a restaurant eating lunch and you could be sending your crew off you know using your mobile app um to to go and do their crew skill things and um And he says that there's good news. Sometimes dreams do come true. The bad news is that they have no ETA, which is kind of sad. So it's still on the, you know, creative think board, the think tank. But Mm -hmm. um, because it's a, you know, I mean, when you think about it, it's a huge technical endeavor, as he says. So. But yeah. you know wouldn't that be nice? You're just I sitting, think it's I mean, you're like you're on vacation in Ireland and you you know, you can send your crew out.
0: But I want it to be a little more detailed than that. So I'm hoping that they'll take that little pipe dream and 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 work on it just a little bit more to include the galactic trade network or the auction. Ooh. You know. Yeah, and, that's a good idea. Yeah.
2: And also make it part of your subscription not an extra charge.
1: Exactly, exactly. Mm. But I can see right now, like, a million iPhones and Androids being sold right now, just yeah. based on this alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about
0: that, but, you know, even if they have to, I mean, I would love for it to be included in the subscription base, but I would totally understand if they couldn't, and I, you know, I wouldn't mind paying for it. Mm-hmm. I would
1: pay for it, probably. Yeah. I, you know, not not just the app price for you right. know, because whoever, however long that is. But if there's a subscri- subscription price for it, I'd probably pay for that, too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, another one that I thought was really good is um Relay in a Box said, are there any plans to show or hide companions' headgear? Mm. And Damian yes, Schubert please. said, <laughs> we have plans. It won't be in the game update of 1.2, but it is currently in the works. And, you know, how hard is it to just... Turn it on to where if you have your helm hidden that you could it could would automatically hide your companions as well. Ooh, At well, the I would wanna have it
2: I would wanna have it separately myself. Yeah. Well I would I've, want
0: it separate, but in the meantime, you know?
2: Yeah. I
0: hate the helm on Cleo. I mean, I just want to I have looked and looked and looked for a better helm for her because it just is all ooky. Mm-hmm.
1: But 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 like what if you like your helm a ton? You know, you don't want to like
0: I never like my helm, so I would never <laughs> show mine, ever.
1: Well, well, based on just Carla alone, let's make this change.
0: <laughs> well, I'm one of those that I worked really hard on my character's looks. Why would I want to put an old helm on her head? I, her I understand
2: what you're saying because the other day, just out of a whim, I went to the uh, security key vendor and I bought the whole, kind of Slave Leia outfit for Kira Carson. (laughs) Uh Uh I put it on her, so I have my Padawan running around in a Slave Leia outfit. But she's got this goofy headdress. And I was like, (laughs) I really need a button to turn that thing off.
0: Yeah, but you know what? (laughs) I'm going to make your day. Go to, let's see. I don't know if it's the light side vendor or if it's the space uh, ship supply vendor. There in the fleet, there is a light armor headdress that just looks like a uh, crown, almost. That looks really good with that outfit.
2: Oh, that's what this is. It is kind of like that, but I I don't particularly care for the style. I would just...
0: So you're like going to stick her or? in a a slave Leia outfit oh, yeah. and have it's her funny. with a bounty hunter armor head on her or something?
2: No, I just <laughs> wanted her more like with a headband, you know, look more like a sweatband kind of thing. That's that was more the look that I was that I was wanting.
0: But. Oh my gosh! So you've got this I can vision. Like one of
1: those tennis sweatbands on her.
0: Funny. Yeah, yeah exactly. she has a sexy outfit, and you've got her in a sweatband.
1: <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
2: i find it funny
1: <laughs> i do too i respect it
2: <laughs> the hilarious thing is jumping around the galaxy in my in my ship and stuff i'm sitting in the in my captain's chair and she's standing right beside me in her same layout outfit.
1: it's all pimp you're all pimping it's hilarious know? yeah
0: exactly oh, oh good lord okay let's see what else Bobinar said, Will we be able to take the modifications out of our in game PvP sets and put them into a set that we like better design wise and keep the bonuses? Um, Emmanuel said, Yes. The set bonus will carry that will be carried by Armoring mods will now work just like regular mods, except that they only fit into specific types of items such as chest piece, boots, and so on. So, for example, the set bonus from a chess piece can be moved to another chess piece, and the set bonus from a helmet can be moved to another helmet. So, that's good news.
1: Excellent news.
0: Yes. I mean, I really like that. And let's see, what else? Oh, um, Hollow Point asks, um, there has been a large push in the community for chat bubbles, especially with a toggle option for those that don't want them. Is a chat bubble system in the works? And if so, when can we expect it to be implemented? Damien Schubert replies, they're definitely on the list. We've got many active role players in the dev team and chat bubbles have always been important to us. We actually had chat bubbles in beta, but unfortunately some serious performance issues that our implementation caused that, for example, made things really suck in war zones and the fleet. They'll be coming soon, but in priority the GUI team is uh, focused first on GUI customization.
2: So. sounds probably like 1.4 or 1.5, somewhere down there. Yeah. Down the but, no, boy. that's definitely something I want. I play on a role-playing server, an RP PVP server. And uh, Again, I, I, I started in MMOs back in Star Wars Galaxies, and we had the, the bubbles, and I really miss the bubbles. I like the bubbles.
0: <laughs> I'm not a fan of the bubbles, but I respect those that do like them, so... I just, uh, it, to me, it just seemed cartoony. It kind of took away from, to me, it took away from the RP effect instead of add to it because it made it not seem like it was really coming from a breathing character. It was well, coming living, from a, breathing. you know, mm-hmm. living, breathing character. It was coming from a cartoon.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and yeah. I want the real effect, not the, well, I know it's none of it's real, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, like, I want Carla, the real like, effect. You know, I want yeah. it to feel more real, like it would be happening in real time, real life. You know, even though we know it's not, but you know what I mean, right? right.
1: Stop, Carla. Step away from the computer.
0: Step uh-huh. step away yeah. slowly, slowly. It's <laughs> it's, not <real. laughs> it's not real. It's not Just real. It's not real. It's not real. Darn. <laughs> oh darn. And let's oh, see. Gosh. What else There's do we no... have?
1: There's also some good stuff in there about healing. So, I mean, if you if you go to our show notes and you click on um, basically the community Q and A from from February 17th um, and scroll mostly to the bottom, you're gonna see some um, pretty interesting stuff. I think Georg answers um, a question about uh, healing and stuff like that, which some healers would be deeply interested in. And um, you commandos, scoundrel people, and all of that stuff. Um, and there's just some some like that people ask about Confirm, you know, exact mechanics behind taunts, and um, and so Georg answers that one as well. So, you know, these are actually really, this is a really good q and A. I I liked the last one that they had, too, but this is a pretty good one, too.
0: Yeah, did you Certainly, see the one about yeah. the Warzone AFKers? Yes.
2: Yes. yes.
0: I yes. was so excited to see them take this seriously, because there is nothing worse than being in the middle of a, a Warzone and these people go AFK, or they leave the war zone. Yeah.
2: I, I have one problem, though, uh, that I do have sometimes, is that um, j- just yesterday, for example, um, I came into a war zone. Uh, the match had already started, but I was stopping at the uh, vendor to pick up a few um, stims. Mm-hmm. And I ran up to the front, and it locked me out. the oh. The shield thing was still out was still up this has happened to me a few times the shield was still up so it wouldn't let me out and the time of being afk uh expired and kicked me out of the match
0: even though you so were it, moving
2: even though i was i was moving yeah i was moving i was sitting there running against the shield thing but the shield didn't wouldn't come down for me and, and let me out <laughs> it was in a, in a hotball match so you- and that's happened to me a few times
0: do you get frustrated by that shield
2: Yes. I am
0: sitting there like the, that old commercial, you know, where you're, you've got your face plastered against it with your hands and you're going, open, open, o- open, <laughs> open.
2: <laughs> no, exactly. Because there's nothing more frustrating, especially like in a void star where you're trying to protect the door. And all of a sudden you see like six of your teammates are, are in there. So, you know, the door's unprotected and you can't get out. You're just sitting there <laughs> running against the, against this shield that, won't let you out, <laughs> and you're like, "Come on, can't you understand?" And the it seems like it out? lasts
0: forever. And I'm like, uh-huh. "Why do they have it there?" Does, does Does anybody know why that invisible shield truly exists?
1: I don't know, but you guys describing it, I can, my my inner sadist is coming out and just laughing, <laughs> going, oh, that's so cool and evil. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, the,
2: the thing that I don't understand is it's not consistent, too, because one time, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to jump right out, and the next time I'll have to wait 10 seconds. If it was consistent, where, like, every time I died, I'd have to wait 5 or 10 seconds or whatever the amount was, I could see it, but I don't seem to see that consistency. No, it's
0: like it, 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 it comes up. And last however long – I don't know. It seems like an eternity. Are you sure it's only 10 seconds? (laughs) I'm just throwing a random I mean, you know, because it seems like it lasts a really, really long time if you miss it. Okay. All
1: I know is that if this show had a camera on my face right now – I. My face is plastered with this huge <laughs> smile at your demise. I'm like, oh, my God, this
0: is hilarious. Well, it's I'm not sorry. that. It's just that we're trying to go help our guildmates or our, our teammates and, and, you know, and fight the enemy. And we're stuck <laughs> behind this invisible barrier going, let me out, let me out. Come on, let me out. I want to go fight. Come on, I want to look.
2: There's, there's, there's two situations, the, the Void Star door issue, and then the second one is in Hutt Bob when you see them coming over the little bridge thing and they're yep. heading towards you and you can't. Get out to stop
0: him. I think that There's that invisible door do. it's, it's is... It's kind of like
2: Obi-Wan looking, watching Qui-Gon die at the yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> that invisible that be, door is like, useless. Do,
1: like, yeah, I mean, it is that that Obi-Wan moment, you know, where you can't do anything. And you're just, like, sitting there and you're like, oh. That could you know, be. So it, maybe it is that emotional kind of, like, drive that's trying to, like, they want you to, you know, to really feel the impact of it. That's a good. That's a good. That's a good. You know, drawing drawing yeah. that analogy was really good on you.
0: Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I can it. It's one of those situations oh. to where I do not like being Wait, told. Are you telling I can't me you didn't there?
2: go see the 3D? For... Not,
1: not yet. yet. I'm telling you, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about those hamburgers in like France from Quick Burger or whatever it's called? Oh yes. The, the, yeah, the Darth Vader black bun one. The
0: black bun one. Ugh. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Yummy. I'm oh, deeply afraid of it. There's just something about trying to eat black bread. It's just not supposed to mm-hmm. be black. It's like it's burnt.
1: Yeah, and it's not natural. It's not like with seeds or anything. It's it's food coloring.
2: Oh, so they put something artificial in there. Ugh. I wonder if your teeth turn black and stuff. You know how, like, if you, if you you know if you have some like sweets and stuff, it'll turn your tongue green or blue or something.
0: Ooh, I wonder, especially if it's food coloring.
2: <laughs> exactly. I don't know. It's curious. I don't
1: know. I kind of got grossed out by the Yoda one because it looked like, especially. I mean, you're putting a a dead Grandmaster Jedi, you know, on a box, and then you open up the box, and it's kind of green, and it got me thinking about like. Yoda's body (laughs) after death. I mean, I know he disappeared, but at the same time, it's like, could this be like Yoda meat or something? It was just
0: the things that passed
1: through my head.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh, God. All righty. Well, that leads us to our personal playtime. All right. Taryn, we know that you are level 49.
2: Yes. And I take it that
0: you're playing a Jedi what?
2: Uh, Guardian. But I'm a DPS spec right now. But I plan on, when I hit 50, of changing over to a uh, tank spec. I'm just doing it more so to to level a little bit faster and then do more damage in the in the war zones. War zones is, is really hard to play as a tank. Uh, do
0: you really find it hard to play as a tank, even though you have, like, guard and you have a healer? I mean, you can't communicate yeah, with a lot the lot healer. Yeah, because a lot of times,
2: you get separ- it's really easy to get separated from the healers.
0: Only if they don't a, pay attention. A
2: lot attention. of times, so... I find it hard because a lot of times I don't, I don't get an opportunity to go in with a healer. So mm-hmm. I just kind of have to pick somebody. And a lot of times they go running off to do their own thing. And uh, so I, I usually don't end up getting in pre much. I, I'm just doing pug uh, war zones. Yeah. So.
0: That's frustrating. I could see why you would do that. But do, do you think that it's going to be hard for you to step into the tanking role because you've been leveling um, as a DPS and, and,
2: No, because I actually uh, just changed over right around, I don't know, 42, 43 to the mm -hmm. DPS spec. I had played tank the whole entire time before that, and I was doing flashpoints and stuff as tank. So I'll have have no problem switching back over.
0: Well, what kind of crafting do you do, if any, on your um, guardian?
2: He's an artificer. He's uh, 400 artificing. I haven't unlocked all my things yet because I've been saving up my money for my speeders. Mm-hmm. and my speeder training and all that because it costs like what about 400,000 credits something like that just to train and buy your vehicle at level yep. 50 so I've just it. kind of been sitting my money aside for that kind of stuff and learning my skills and all that stuff once I hit level 50 so um, yeah so there's still a lot of stuff that I haven't even bought of, of patterns and everything like that but uh, you know I want to go out and get like the the recipes to get the magenta crystal and things like that
0: that sounds cool mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: is there anything in the game that you think is just totally awesome that you just discovered recently? Anything?
2: Hmm, that I just discovered.
0: Or maybe it's just something that you thought was just, you know, awesome.
2: I just, this, for me, I always come back to the story. Mm-hmm. There's always twists and turns. And it going with so many different characters i'm getting to see so many different stories Uh that it's just so cool seeing all the different twists and turns in all of them and uh, you know the jedi knight class stories Uh have two big huge changes in them that are really shocking when you when you get to them i'm not going to say anything about it right but, but they're really big bits of news and big you know elements that are are just mind-blowing and uh, those things I didn't expect to have to that level that they that they were.
0: Did you um, do all of your flashpoints as you were coming up you know when they became eligible to you or did you skip a few along the way and what was your favorite flashpoint?
2: That I didn't. I started, I was doing them at first until about um, Aethys. And then I kind of stopped doing them because I was outliving my content. Because, again, I was doing War Zones all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm also a completionist with that particular, I don't know why, but with this character, I'm a completionist. And I, so I was doing every single heroic plus two, heroic plus four, and every single quest on the pla- on each planet. And I was getting, you know... Three, four, right. I, I just barely today finished Belsavis at level forty-eight.
0: Oh wow! Did you pick? And that's up... like a
2: level forty-three planet, right? But did you go <laughs> so, back and
0: pick up the bonus quest so that you could start your dailies?
2: Yeah, exactly. I've I, I've been doing all that. All so right. uh, I I usually am way above level content. I think that's what slowed me down a lot in my uh-huh. leveling process because I just was burning through the game through the first like twenty-five, thirty levels, and then I've just slowed to a crawl. But it's because I've I've out leveled my content, but I didn't want to. Dump everything because you only have that 25 quest limit, and so I'd go and finish them even though the the quests were grayed out. And I know you know, and I'm getting like five XP for a quest and spending you know two hours <laughs> oh, wow. doing questing and things like that. So, uh, yeah, so I'm still having fun with it though.
0: That's cool. What yeah. about you, Diddy? Oh, you, mm. okay, here's the thing.
1: don't okay. I need to precursor this, okay? You guys, Mass Effect 3 is coming out, okay. Um, I know this is not a Mass Effect show, but, uh, you know, I've been a little distracted with the demo, um, but I, I, I'm still level, I'm, I'm level 28, but I'm like further into level 28. Okay. So I have been playing. Um, I also met a couple of friends, so I started a new character over on a different server. Um, and I am playing currently a Jedi Knight who is level three and I haven't played a Jedi Knight, so it's kind of nice. And I don't know what her crafting is going to be. Um, but my crafting is currently at like 136 now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. My I have slicing mm-hmm. for right. my main, yeah. So oddly enough, I'm getting that leveled faster than I am getting myself leveled. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah, um, I gave up on flashpoints just because I, I I'm just not interested in them right now. I'm having a lot of fun with the uh, space missions. Like space combat is really. I'm just for some odd reason, it's just really fun for me. Uh, because I'm, like I said, this Mass Effect thing is kind of taking over a little bit, and mm-hmm. so I have I have a limited amount of time, and I treat my gaming like a job, you know. So I spend fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, thirty minutes here, and 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 then I keep on rotating, you know, through my games. Cool. And I'm playing like three games, so you know, in addition to writing for you know, Tor Wars and stuff. Right. So. Right. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Please don't hurt me.
0: No. no, no 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 no. Yeah. I mean
1: <laughs> I am I am sticking to bioware though. See? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
2: Funny, funny thing you say though is I find that the uh space missions have gotten really, really hard now at the end. They, I didn't yeah. really have much problem with them through the whole rest of the game. Uh-huh. Now the last five levels or so uh, of of content, now even though I've got everything maxed with what I can do, uh-huh. uh except I don't think I have torpedoes. Um, other than that, I have everything else maxed of, of everything that I can buy off the spaceship vendor. See, you might. Need and I still die. I can't. I can't get through the missions now. <laughs> so
1: it might be the torpedoes. Get the torpedoes. You never know. That might be holding you back.
2: <laughs> but no, just, I do know. It's got really hard though.
1: Yeah, I do know that it, it becomes a kind of like about strategy and what you're going to kill first and this, that, the other thing. I know, like, for some of the lower levels, as as easy as they were there was a couple of times where i couldn't complete the mission because it i it either timed out um but once i learned the mechanics of okay you got to go for this first and mm-hmm. then worry about this you know instead of the opposite you know then it does get easy after a while but you know i'm just right. having a, a lot of fun just getting into you know hutball and just kind of getting in and doing a little bit of pvp a little bit of you know space combat i i might finish one or two quests but nothing major, nothing that is giving me XP because I'm I'm finishing a lot of stuff that's just been sitting in my bag. And um, like you, I'm a bit of a completionist. Like if it's in my bag, if it's gray, I need to finish it. I have a hard exactly. time just, uh-huh. I have a hard time, uh, you you know, hitting the abandon button. Mm-hmm. So, and I still have yet to go all the way back to uh, to Huda and collect my datacons there. So. Oh, wow.
2: That's something I have to do too. I did it yeah. up through uh, Corellia. Yeah. And, and then I stopped...
1: Yeah. So, well, I, I, I don't know. I I have a toddler, you know, there's multiple excuses, but you know, the truth is, 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 you know, you only get as far as you put as much time as you put in the game. So that's kind of what's going on with me is I'm, I'm a little bit everywhere and scattered in my gaming life right now. So,
0: well, I have, um, continuing to do my dailies because I have to pay my repair bills because I have to do these heroics.
1: <laughs> so it's well, like, you this know what? You're going to be cycle. so prepared when the expansion pack comes out.
0: And See? that's true. Yeah. But these dailies are really starting to weigh heavy on me. But, um, <laughs> so what I did is, um, At, I think I've mentioned this before, um, as a member of the Old Timers Guild, we have a clone army. And so what we're doing is we're, um, on the Empire side, we have bounty hunters. And we all have our little bounty hunters that are all set up to be the same exact, they're all male, they're all, they all have, we were told what head slot, you know, what armor, what facial, you know, Hair and, you know, exactly what our body types should be and all of that. So we are a clone of nice. each other. And we are to get to a level 11, and I'm at level 7 right now with my little clone. And, uh, oh, and all of them have to end with the, 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 part, the, the, the last part of their name has to be Fet. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, you know, you see all these uh, Bubba Fett and <laughs> Goober Fett. And, you know, you you know what all- I think
2: would be interesting would to be to make a uh, trooper guild like that and then and then number them at the end. Where you'd you'd start off the guild leader would be, like, number one, and yeah. then the next person in the line, uh, whoever's the, the first officer, would be number two, and then the number three, and so on down the list, and when you add new characters into the guild.
0: Well, we actually do have troopers on the Republic side, but since I'm not playing on the Republic side, I don't know where they're at in their whole thing, so, you know, the our Republic guild has, you know one, you know, their little clone army over there of troopers and we but they're not <laughs> following that number scheme. But and and we're even taking it a step further where um the coordinators that we have are our little event officers are going and getting with our crafters and making armor so that we have all the same orange armor and it's all modded you know so that we all still look alike all the way up you know so mm-hmm. it that's a lot of fun we're having a lot of fun with that and i actually started a sith inquisitor um she's not a sorcerer yet but she will be uh, but she's level five so i'm making progress on someone that doesn't care for alts <laughs> i'm trying
2: <laughs> I did a, I did a speed run on that sorcerer last night, the one that I was telling you guys about earlier. And um I did it in 3 hours one level 1 through 10. Oh my gosh. To, so, yeah. How I did, did you do
0: out. it that fast? I'm just like I I was I,
2: skipping over conversations because I I've been through it before. I'd played the class before so I knew what everything was and I was, so I was just speed speed uh running through and I knew where to go for everything. So, yeah, I was able to do it in 3 hours. Oh wow. Cool. 1 that's to cool. 10. Nice. And uh, what I did with that one, too, is I took uh, Underworld Trading, Diplomacy, and Slicing. And I've already got like 13,000 credits on that character at level 14.
0: That's
1: insane. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Pretty awesome. Uh,
1: So uh, this uh, can lead us on to like our quick mentions, right?
0: Mm Because
1: we have one, right? That's it. That's it. Okay. Well, um, big quick mention. Next patch, February 22nd. That's it. So, yeah, that is 2 a.m. The next patch. Get um, ready for it. Yeah. So, same time, I think it's same place. Same thing.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's like four <laughs> hours,
1: yada, yada. I can go through the Pacific Standard, Eastern, <laughs> <laughs> Greenwich. <laughs> You nice. want me to do that? Do oh, you really no. You want me to do it? No, 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 no.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank okay. goodness. Yeah, we're okay. okay yeah. Can you get it? Okay. Okay, <laughs> well, that leads us up to our Sith or Jedi challenge. Oh, Sith. Oh.
1: Strong am I with the force?
0: Or Jedi? Okay, last time we found out that Deirdre said only actors in movies can get away with the dark side answer, so she chose the neutral path.
1: And we also found out that Carla really wanted to choose the dark side answer, but she also chose the neutral path. So far, our scores stand at Carla, negative six, myself, Deirdre, at plus one. Remember, negative scores reflect a dark side tendency, while positive scores reflect a light side tendency. And today's is the test of the Little Miss Princess. Are you ready?
0: We are.
1: Okay, here goes. As you're getting out of your car at a local shop, a woman in a very expensive automobile with a princess license plate frame pulls in beside you. You both reach the door to the shop at the same time. And as you open the door, without saying excuse me, she rushes right past you to get inside. At first, you get a bit perturbed, but toss it off as nothing and get over it. Later, while shopping, you see that the same woman is being especially rude to the clerks that are around her and that, um, that are trying to help her, belittling them, throwing stuff. She's just being plain rude. After you finish your shopping foray, you drive down the street to see the princess stuck on the side of the road with a flat tire. You, one, stop and lend a hand because not only does this act of kindness reflect better on you, but it may help her extend the hand of kindness to another. Two, Neutral. Smirk to yourself as you drive by knowing that the bitch likely has an auto insurance <laughs> to get her <laughs> to help her get that that tire fixed. Or 3. Roll down your window and point at her whilst cackling mercil- mercilessly until she cries. So Carla, what do you choose?
0: Absolutely, number three. Absolutely, number three. I would taunt her and say, you know how mean you were to those little clerks back there? You had them in tears. It's your turn, baby.
1: Absolutely. How did did I know? How did I know? I'm like, (laughs) okay, come on, Taryn. What are you going to pick?
2: Three with a little bit different uh, sort of cackling mercilessly. um, I would be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from, from uh yeah from uh <laughs> from the from? Simpsons from the Simpsons, Simpsons. yeah yes. and I actually have done that uh, one time I was driving uh, if you've ever been to uh Las Vegas there's this really long stretch of road there's probably like I don't know 30 miles or 50 miles where it's just a straight road and ugly desert on both sides and it's just so boring it was such a boring stretch and I was driving down this uh, I was driving by myself at the time and guy goes flying by me and uh i was like okay clear all the cops ahead you know and sure enough you know i finally catch up to him when he's pulled over on the side of the road um, pulled over by some cops and so i rolled down the windows and <laughs> as i went by so <laughs> that's what i would do
1: yeah I'd, I'd probably do a combination of two and three um it's just the thought be like yeah she can handle herself whatever um but then i would actually you know roll down my window and aggressively state my dismay at how she treated the little man, the little blue-collar worker. That's um, right. Well, that and the fact that, you know, just the fact that she has a princess license license plate, it's just... Yeah, that speaks volumes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm like, oh, princess? Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I, already, really? I already have my thoughts about you. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: oh, and well. besides okay, that, so, she
0: shoved past you.
1: Yeah, that was the one that's like, well... You know, I wrote this a little bit nicer. I, I would off. Op- I'd probably actually approach her at that point. You know, but you know, I, w- I had to add a little bit. You know? Yeah, I'd I probably make it would have dramatic. said when
0: she pushed past me, "Excuse me."
1: You yeah, know? yeah, I would have stopped that right there. That's like, yeah, mm-hmm. get your own door, princess. So, okay, kids. Uh, you can read all of uh, you can read this one and all of the past Sith or Jedi tests on our site at CorellianRun.com. Please score and see which way you lean.
0: Okay, that sound means it's time for our community buzz where we take a look at what the fans are talking about. Need versus greed on gear. Whether it's for you or your companion, there is this wonderful post. Um, that we will link to in our show notes from Damian Schubert, and I was kind of excited about what he said, and I'm just going to read it to you because I don't want to get it wrong. Um, he says, "Need versus greed isn't as simple in our game because of companions, as well as orange gear and mod extraction. We will probably limit." the need button to only people who match the primary class the gear is meant for, and add a new button in between need and greed for players to choose if they intend the gear for these purposes. This will allow CC users to roll against each other without competing with the guy who wants to sell the gear for credits. I don't have a timeline on this for you guys right now, though certainly not in the next major patch. In the meantime, I strongly recommend that players who care clearly decide the expected need-greed roll behaviors, like no no companion need need rolls or you're out, When a group is initially formed. In the meantime, I'll work on getting this feature in the works. When I read this, I was kind of floored that people would be actually rolling need for their companion gear.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, in most every other game that I've ever played you would be kicked out of the group so fast if you rolled on something for your alt or, you know, well, and that's usually the only case because that's all, you know, any other games would have had. Um, While I know that your companions, you need to gear them out as well, they're still secondary.
1: See, I I disagree. I I find them as no different than my character. You know, I need my companion to be just as geared as i am that doesn't mean that i am saying i would need on a roll if somebody um an actual player needed that and it would like benefit them but if it's something that my companion can use common sense would say you know roll last wait till what everybody rolls or say hey do you guys mind if i roll on that for my companion if they say yes 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 no worries then i roll on it then or I just, you know, I just pass on it, you know. But I mean, I I I, I agree that your companions are, in my opinion, just as much uh, a representation of you and your ability to continue the game, you know, um, as a solo player, especially in solo solo stuff.
0: Okay, Tian, what about you? <laughs> uh,
2: no, I definitely uh, agree. the the main thing is that you have to really get together before you start the flashpoint or an operation and, and decide what you're going to do for that kind of situation. Uh, Even if they put this kind of thing in there, there's nothing to keep them from rolling the need on it when they didn't really need it anyway. So, you know, it's really comes down to a a fact of, of courtesy to your fellow players.
1: Yeah. I agree with that. I want
0: to, comment about the rolling need on the companions and the I do believe that your companions are important I mean that's, they're, they're very important in this game, that's why they're here but if you look at in-game stuff and, and see, that's where my frame of mind is right now is in-game, not as you leveling up you know um i really like the idea that there's going to be another button that will signify that no i don't need it but i need it for my companion you know mm-hmm. whatever that may be i don't know what the button would be called but let's just call it companion button for now okay i can see people doing that and and i that doesn't bother me at all but it would annoy me to no end to know that someone needed on a piece of gear that I needed for mm-hmm. my character and they're needing on it for their companion.
1: Absolutely. That,
0: yeah. you right. know, I, I you know I know we talked about respect and we talked about, you know, needing to iron out what the loot rules are, so to speak, ahead of time. But I have been in, in pug groups and for those that don't know what a pug group is that is where you just randomly you know go and pick With up kind of, a group yeah. of people that you are strange you know they're all strangers you know and you don't know any of them and you go and do a group for someone to need on something that i need and they just need it for their companion they would just send me ballistic i mean i would Espe- just go yeah. over the edge
1: I, I, also I, especially closer to end game i mean when you're in operations, how often do you actually pull out your companion?
0: You can't. You know?
1: See, right. and that's that's the point, and I understand that and agree with you actually on that end is at endgame, it's not as necessary because if you're running operations, there's very little time to do like solo play and whatnot. Um, and the common courtesy is that you should do that, but like you said, Carla, you know, you don't always get to iron out that um, in the beginning. And and even if you do, that doesn't always guarantee that somebody's not gonna roll on, on something.
0: Right. That's first. one of the good things about being in a large guild because most of the time you never pug anything. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. every great once in a while you might, but for the most part it's it's usually guild members and you all talk about it ahead of time. Say, mm-hmm. Okay, if there's something that you need, need on it. Okay. Right. But if it's for your companion, what we usually say is just greed because all of us have a companion That could use that particular piece of a gear, you know. So just greet on it, and if you get it, you can use it for your companion, or you can sell it, or you can do whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. It's yours. But yeah, I would. I would.
2: Now, the one thing definitely that this button would have to do is is come in underneath need. Yeah. Oh yeah, I gather that's what they If need is clicked, it could not. It could not win against need.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
1: That's interesting.
0: Yeah, it looks like that that's what he has in mind for this button, is that Mm -hmm. it would be in between need and greed, is what he's saying. Mm Right. So, need would take priority, then this companion button would be the second priority, and greed would be third. Right. You know, so. But there are 92 pages of people that are either thrilled about this or concerned about it and so it's a hot topic and um i think that it's very important that we communicate with each other i think that the the biggest thing is is (laughs) that goes right along with this is having a better looking for group feature (laughs) yeah yeah. Uh,
2: in the game Uh it is
0: impossible to get a group if you are trying to pug this i do not know how people do it except they're spamming general chat
2: That's one of the things that got me also away from doing flashpoints is a lot of times with, you know, especially doing a fan site, you you ladies know a lot of times you're spending several hours in an evening writing posts and things for the website or recording. And it leaves you only to a lot of times a couple of hours to play the game. So in that couple of hours, you get into the game and you're spending 20, 30, 45 minutes trying to get a flashpoint group i I end up usually end up giving up and then going on and doing uh some solo play or war zones right so yeah they that's they they definitely need that uh looking for group
0: yeah we need a much and better group looking group. for group feature
1: absolutely yep agree
0: well, gosh yeah. where did the time go
1: it went or, fast it went it fast. We're at the
0: end of another show.
1: Yeah, yeah, sadly. I
0: know. Well, I want to thank Jedi Master Taryn Hawkins from SWTR Unlimited. Tell us how we can get a hold of you if we wanted to listen to your podcast or follow you on Twitter or whatever.
2: Uh, My Twitter is at Taryn Hawkins. And uh, our fan site's Twitter is SWTR Unlimited. And our website's also swtrunlimited.com com. We have a Facebook page also. And uh, so you can get us there.
0: Well, we want to thank you for being our guest. We've enjoyed it.
2: Thank you very much for having me. I've had a lot of fun.
0: Excellent. Well, and um, we would like everyone to please take a moment to leave us a positive feedback on iTunes. You can also sub- subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and Zoom. And you can also find us on the Ego Networks at egonetworks.com.
1: Also, you can contact us through our website at CorellianRun.com, Twitter, and Facebook chat. Leave your uh, questions and ideas for discussion topics on Twitter or by voicemail at uh, area code 281 766 uh, 4511. That's area code 281 766 451, country code 01.
0: All right, that wraps it up for us here at Corellian Run Radio. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again next week. Until next time, I'm Carla.
1: And I'm Deirdre. May the Force be with you.
0: You have been listening to Corellian Run Radio, a Star Wars The Old Republic podcast. Tune in next time to hear Deirdre say...
1: The only good princess is Princess Leia.
0: And Transition.